Happy place. Welcome. Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the better part of a decade, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member and now longtime annual pass holders, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. From Disney bounding to pin trading, exclusive items and all the food, we've fully immersed ourselves in the culture that Walt built. We've done it all and have made some great friends and memories over the years. We'll be sitting down with friends and other Disney junkies to share our stories and advice. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland history and trivia and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disneyland journey with you. This, this is, is Magic, magic on, on Main Street. Street. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 10 of the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha. And with us as always is our buddy, the Colonel, the guy that makes us sound good. It's Daniel Proc. Daniel Proc 95 on Instagram. We also have the child here, the kid. She's famous. Her name's Kenzie. We love her. Not because we have to, because we love her. <laughs> and our mascot just causing chaos as always he it's kicked out scar the kitten he did get kicked out well he was trying to open the door with his paw and i was like sir you have no thumbs that's true it's a cat so... action-packed show tonight super excited so we've got this week in disneyland history We've got some cool stuff in the news. Ticket prices increase. That's not cool. <laughs> but no uh, some fast passes coming to light pretty soon. And a Magic Happens dining package for when the show debuts on February 28th. Super excited about that. Me We've got some too. new merch, including March mini main attraction. And also some really cool merch to go with that new show, Magic Happens. Hidden Mickey's with a kid. Talking about a new item we tried. It's not a new item, but it's a new item for us. Mm-hmm. And some really cool events coming up, including Inside the Walt Disney Archives, 50 Years of Preserving the Magic. Hmm. Yeah. Also, gather around, everyone. I'm going to do a reading of The Little Man of Disneyland. And our main topic tonight, this is something that people are always asking us to do. I don't know where we got this reputation. Where could we ever get this reputation for being the food people? Because fat. That's it. We're talking about snacks, what they are, and where to find them. Snacks on snacks on snacks. It's a big show, so let's go to that cool little jingle, and we'll be right back. (gasps) Yay! Magic on Main Street Podcast. Perfect for Disney fans. Magic on Main Street Podcast. Talking about Disneyland. Magic on Main Street Podcast. For when you're making your Disney plans. Magic on Main Street Podcast. Sean and Tabitha will be right back. They're back. They're back. (laughs) Sound like I was playing the guitar. We're back. All right. We've got a lot of of show tonight. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited. Um, But first, I want to do some shout outs. First, to our awesome niece, Kaylin, who did all of our jingles for the show. If you didn't hear them on lap- last episode, or if you didn't just listen to one just now, what's going on? Open your ears. That's what <laughs> what's happening? Are you okay? Uh, are you okay? Should we send help? Uh, but yeah, so Kaylin uh, did some really great jingles for us. We're so excited to have them. They're fun. They're catchy. Uh, they fit the show so well. So check her out on Instagram. You can find her at Kaylin Rabbit Music. Also, 
a couple dedications came through our Instagram. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. But this was kind of fun. So Patrick on Instagram uh, wants to give a shout out to his main squeeze, Karen. With a rap horn. (laughs) Coincidentally enough, Karen hit us up and also wants to send a shout out to Patrick. You guys are so cute. Yeah, it's so cute. So Karen actually said she wants to give a shout out to Patrick for being a Disneyland bad beep. (laughs) So he got an AP while they were first dating because he knew that it was her favorite place. And now it's their favorite date place together. That's kind of crazy because like you get an annual pass. You just locked yourself in for a year. Yeah. There's no escaping. Patrick, you, you're crazy, man. <laughs> no, we we know and love Patrick and Karn, and they're just great people. And so uh, we're we so happy to be, we did spend the day with them this weekend. So exciting. So a fun little story came through from our friend Sherry. We've known Sherry for years. Um, she was a friend of a friend, and she was part of our group for a little while, and we hung out. But she wanted to tell this cute little story. So it goes like this. In October of 2017, a friend of mine, Jeremy, and I started to express interest in each other. We had known each other through mutual friends for probably a couple of years, but neither of us could pinpoint exactly when we met. Anyway, at that time, he was a cast member and I was an annual pass holder, and he asked me if I would like to go to Disneyland with him. Smart move, buddy. That's a that's a good... Uh, I like that. That's a good <laughs> move. I agreed, and we chose the date of November 5th. A few days before that, he asked me if it was all right to call our trip together a date, and I said yes. Aww. The anticipation kind of killed me because I hadn't been on a first date in a long time, but I had a great feeling about him ever since I had met him. We met at the Toy Story lot that evening, and we got off the shuttle only for him to realize that he left his cast ID in the car. Oh, that adventure all the way back. Oh, I know. He looked so embarrassed and apologized, but I honestly thought it was cute because it meant I wasn't the only one who was nervous. We go back to his car for the ID, hop on the shuttle, and continue on to Disneyland. The one ride that stands out most to me that we went on that night is Star Tours. We're both Star Wars nerds, and part of our ride's adventure took us to Kashyyyk, the Wookiee planet. And part of it, you bust through some tree branches, and I'm a very, very pun-oriented humor sort of person. Without thinking, I shouted, Okay, we're leafing now. Bye! I got a few laughs out of the other passengers, but Jeremy turned to me to make sure he heard the joke right, and I turned so red in embarrassment before he started to laugh too. We went on several rides that night and had a great time. We've been together for over two years now, and Disney holds such a special place in our relationship. He even still carries the ticket from our first date around in his wallet. He no longer works there, and I don't currently have a pass, but we're planning on getting passes together soon so we can keep making magical memories together. Cute. That is super cute. So Sherry wrote in because she heard our story about Dapper Day, and she thought it was a cute story. She thought she'd share her Disney magic relationship story. I love so, it. I love it. Thanks More for people. sharing. Yeah. Anybody else who wants to share, please let us know on our Instagram. We are always taking requests. Mm On to this week in Disneyland history. In 1964, the Below Decks Museum attraction opened in the sailing ship Columbia. It's, uh, you know, the ship docks out of Frontierland. If you go down below deck, there's a little museum in there. Is there still one? Yeah. I don't think I've been on the Columbia since 2000... 15 and i think that was the one and only time i've been that's on funny it. yeah there's all kinds of cool stuff down there you should you should check it out sometime probably maybe we'll check it out soon <laughs> they're back up and running uh in 1995 
The grand opening ceremonies began for Disneyland's newest attraction. Anybody want to guess what that is? What is it? What is it? <laughs> Indiana Jones Adventure, Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Ooh. Yeah, I can't believe that was 95. Crazy. Yeah. In 1997, Disney CEO Michael Eisner and Steve Jobs, who was CEO of Pixar Animation at the time. Which I did not know, and that's very embarrassing. <laughs> uh, they announced that the Walt Disney Studios and Pixar have agreed to jointly produce five movies over the next 10 years. That's suckered into a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still going to this day. What a cool little relationship. Cool I like partnership. It. I love that. In 2010... Captain EO returned to Disneyland. Fans had been in line by 6 a.m. that day for the first showing of the return of the 3D movie at the Tomorrowland Theater, where it originally played from 1986 to 1997. And it actually stuck around for quite a while. Well, and they they ended up bringing it back shortly after yeah, it's passed away, correct? Michael yeah. Jackson passed away? Yeah, so it ran... Beginning July 4th, 2014, the Magic Eye Theater at Disneyland was used to present a sneak peek of Marvel Studios' Guardians of the Galaxy. Although Captain EO was expected to return to the venue at a later date, beginning September 26, 2014, the theater was used to present a sneak peek of Big Hero 6. Beginning mid-April, the venue presented a sneak peek for Tomorrowland. They used it for Star Wars. And then Ralph breaks the internet. Pretty sporadically from that time all the way up until December of 2015 when it closed for good. Hmm. Yeah, pretty crazy. That was a long running show. And I loved it. And I miss it. It was a good one. Um, in 2011, Disney announced the addition of two eatery locations at the Disneyland Resort. This is kind of fun. One of them, Tangaroa Terrace and Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. Located at the Disneyland Hotel. We were supposed to go this weekend, but Sean was really lazy. I forgot. I didn't. I just couldn't get out of bed. <laughs> I was so tired. I was really, really not feeling great. I completely forgot. But we did make it into the park on Sunday, which was really fun. So mm -hmm. I'm glad we made it at least one day. I was not feeling good. Mm. I was really And now I don't there. feel good. So oh, man. I don't know what you did. So yeah, that is this week in Disneyland history. But first, this just in, breaking news. News, news, news. Closures, we haven't really touched, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but here is the official. Right now, at Disneyland, Snow White's Scary Adventure, Haunted Mansion, and King Arthur Carousel, all closed to be determined when they're coming back up. Mm -hmm. Sailing Ship Columbia just came back up. Yep. At DCA, uh, the Bakery Tour is back up. Grizzly River Run, back up. And Jesse's Critter Carousel will be going down this coming week. Yeah, just a few days, the 24th. But just for a short... Little stint. Little stint. March 4th <laughs> is when they're coming back up. In not-so-great news, there was another ticket increase. Yeah. You don't even need to insert a sound no, there. That's how good that, that was. <laughs> yeah, I know it's never a fun thing, but, you know... They have this to get more money so they pay. can continue to give us really cool stuff. Yeah. In theory, that's that's what everybody wants to believe. That's what I <laughs> If Avengers Campus isn't the coolest thing I've ever seen, I'm quitting. No, you're Everything. not. That's not happening. Not again. Uh, but <laughs> uh, they did they did change the prices of regular tickets and annual passports. So they're still on the tiered pricing where you can get a ticket for around 104 bucks in that first tier. You won't find any. They're non-existent, but they, they say it exists. 
all the way up to $154. And that is one park one day. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll use tier one pricing on the slowest days and tier five on the busiest days. And the price decreases when you purchase multi-day tickets. So that's good news. Is there such a thing as a slowest day at Disneyland anymore? No, it doesn't exist. There used to be peak seasons. Yeah. And now it just feels like it's all the same. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can get those tickets down to, I think 76 bucks per day. If you do a, what is that? Five days? I think. Yes, I just know the more you go, the less it is. But at the same time, the more you go, the more money you're spending. So mm. choose wisely. <laughs> choose wisely. <laughs> but yeah, you can get that down to about 72 bucks if you do five days. I know. And if you do three or more days, that actually gets you a um, magic morning. So Ooh. it's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so the prices do go down the more days you book. Uh, annual passports, they went up around like 50 bucks a pass. Yeah. So the Disney Southern California Select is going to be four nineteen. I can't believe that pass is still around. By I the know. way, which I mean, hey, good for you guys. I would. I honestly, and this is always my recommendation. I would not pay four nineteen for a SoCal Select when I can get a Disneyland f- uh, Flex Passport for six forty nine. Yeah. But yeah, so Disney Flex Passport is six forty nine now or thirty nine seventeen a month. The Deluxe Passport eight twenty nine or fifty four seventeen a month. Disney Signature Passport is eleven ninety nine now, down or up from eleven forty nine, and that can be broken down to eighty five dollar payments. And then the Disney Signature Plus Passport is fourteen forty nine and uh, one hundred five eighty four a month if you do it on the monthly. I have a question. Shoot, because I can't remember how it works completely, so I'm deferring to you. When Somebody who already has an annual pass, when that expires, when you go to renew, are you grandfathered in at the price that you paid? No. So your payments and everything are going to go your up. Your payments change. But they still honor the, like, you don't have to put anything down yeah, when you're if you renewing. Yeah, if you renew before it expires. Okay. Yeah. So that still stays intact. But your, your payments will change. Okay. The more you know. Love that. Um, good news, bad news, take it however you want it. <laughs> There's new fast passes. What the heck is going on? I know it's chaos. So they recently introduced Monsters Inc. and Autopia to the Fast Pass program, uh, which is included in your Max Pass service. Uh Autopia didn't hear much news about, but Monsters Inc. apparently Fast Pass broke the queue. That dang ride had a 60 minute wait time. Solid 60 I minutes. I am not about to wait 60 minutes. For Roz at the end to talk smack about me. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> and speaking of, if Roz doesn't step up her game on this after having a fast pass and, mm-hmm. and then having to wait 60 minutes, something's wrong there. No, thank you. Yeah. So Monsters, Inc. was a solid 60 minutes for the entire weekend this past weekend. Uh, they, you know, they bring in a fast pass, which means they have to bring in a new line, which means mm-hmm. they have to displace the people that were in line which means longer wait times. So you ain't going to catch me waiting more than five, 10 minutes for that ride. Yeah. We've all kind of no lost. offense to the no, ride. I love the ride. It's but great. I'm not waiting more than five but or 10 minutes. We've lost the luxury of only having to wait 15 minutes for it at max. And now it's 60. That's so going to be a no for me, dog. Will I be getting a fast pass for monsters Inc? Probably not anytime soon. Nah, I'm sure that'll drop down a little bit uh, over the next few weeks. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. But yeah, that was a mess, but great. I feel news. like people think it's a new ride that came out or something. 
because it was like tucked back there and yeah. people don't really think about it. For sure. So I feel like people are like, oh, it's a fast pass now. And now everybody's like trying to rush to go see it. And it's yeah. like, bro, it's been here for years. But also it was a holiday weekend. It was That's a long four day weekend. And also there were some cheer uh, competitions going on. So that always brings the attendance up. Yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, there, so it, there was some doing scavenger hunts. Yeah, and I was like, please stop running. Yeah, stop running. Everybody, please stop running at <laughs> Disneyland. Run in the park. There's no reason ever, unless there's a medical emergency. Jeez. Yeah, I feel like it should be the same rules as when I worked in the casino. The only people they said that were allowed to run there was valet and security. And security. Yeah. Nobody else was no. allowed to be running on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, just stop running, please. It's so obnoxious. Not necessary. I'm such a curmudgeon. I mean, you're going to be running and all of a sudden you're going to hit a wall of people and it's going to slow you down anyway. Or you're going to hurt somebody. Yeah, you're going to trample a little kid. You're going to bust your ankle in a track. Like, it's not going to be fun for anybody. Everybody has to just please forgive me. I just like following the rules. <laughs> I don't know why this is so hard. Get off my lawn. Get off my... No, it's not like that. It's just follow the rules. But anyway, really good news uh, came out of this whole Fast Pass thing. Smuggler's Run is finally getting their Fast Pass service. Thank goodness. Which is not surprising because they do have the queue already built in. So it's not mm. like they're making these crazy changes. It already exists. Uh, but it's going to be coming out soon. Uh, we will keep you posted when that happens. And I'm so excited because I do like Smuggler's Run. But I don't like waiting in line for it. Nah. I mean, nobody likes waiting in line, but that one in particular, I'm not a big fan of waiting. Just Unless it's, it's like we're with like family or friends from out of town, like I'll, right. I'll suck it up. Which is really with any ride. Uh, I'll wait in any queue if I have the right company, you know? Except for it's a small world. I'll take a hard pass on that one. <laughs> well, it's so sunny and Oh my hot. gosh, on a hot day, you oh, get man, a sunburn waiting in a 15 minute line you for get that a ride. a sunburn on a cold day. It's sun. Nightmare. Um, but yeah, so... Just wanted to bring this up really quick in case people don't know, because this question came up over the weekend from people that we know have been going to Disneyland for a long time. So maybe it's just not that well known. Mm -hmm. Disney Max Pass. What is it? How does it work? Really quickly, I'll give you a brief overview. So Disney Max Pass will allow you to make Disney Fast Pass attraction and entertainment selections. It's not just attractions. You can do like Fantasmic, World, World of, of Color. Color. So those are in there as well. Uh, but you can make them right from your phone, which is amazing you just scan your tickets into your phone scan the tickets of your party into your phone everybody that has max pass you can book right there through the app but also you get disney photo pass downloads from that day so this did go up a little bit it went up from 15 dollars to 20 dollars in this latest uh price increase and that's, and that's per, per, per day per day per ticket uh or you can add it on if you're an annual pass holder for 125 dollars for the year Mm -hmm. So that's a, it's a good deal. If you're if you're going to do it once, do it for the year. Yeah. Um, and that goes right on your annual pass. Do it right through your your phone. And this makes everybody's lives so much easier because you can book a fast pass without going to the attraction. So you go right on the app, find out what attractions are available, book it from the app, scan in with your app. You don't need to do anything with your ticket. So it's very convenient. It's very easy to do. But I guess not a lot of people know how it works. So there's your information. <laughs> Here's a little insider tip from a pro. Go ahead. Hello, I am the pro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so throughout the day, they do refresh the fast passes. So you may open up um, the side for Disneyland and you see that there's a fast pass for Big Thunder Mountain at like 830. 
if you don't want to go on at 8.30, you can go back and then go back in and check again later on. And you could somehow get one for an earlier time because they do refresh them. Um, or if you see that there are no fast passes available at all, you can keep trying because they do administer some throughout the day. Yeah. So a good example is on Sunday, we got to Disneyland probably around 3 p.m. Yeah. Uh, DCA had a line out to the center of the Esplanade. Holy cow. Uh, everything was busy. We walked into the park, opened up Max Pass to try and book a fast pass for whatever was available. Nothing was available for either yeah, park. Yeah, it said nothing. Is well, that's not true. Disneyland had Small World Fast Passes available. I'm good. So, yeah, but yeah, uh, nothing available at DCA, but we went and had a, uh, a little bit of food. And so we refreshed the app and we were able to get on to Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. within a half hour of when we booked it. So they do open up, be patient. We had the also. App. It was so if you go to Disneyland, you know, unless you're there at eight o'clock, you're not going to get a fast pass for Radiator Springs. It's just not going to happen. They go so fast. Everybody swoops them. We somehow got one at like three thirty for eight thirty that night. Right. But then the ride went down and the fast pass line was wrapped all the way past flows. And we were like, nah, it's yeah. fine. We'll pass. <laughs> I'll come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so be patient. Re- just refresh your app. Uh, Max Pass is a lifesaver for me. Um, I I just I don't do lines very well for a lot of reasons. One of them I don't like them, but some actual serious reasons too. Um, but yeah, so I, I recommend it to everybody. And then you get the pictures. The pictures are worth all of it. Every attraction with a photo opportunity. Any photo pass cast members you see around the park. Anybody that takes an official photo at Disneyland, you get those photos mm-hmm. on your. On your app. And you can do that straight through the app, too. I have this thing where I try to take the ugliest photo that I possibly can on Space Mountain. We should do a, a, a slideshow <laughs> of all I? your bad ones. <laughs> They're actually really good. <laughs> there's There's been multiple times where I've, like, come around the corner exiting the ride and people are like, look at that girl. And yeah. I'm just, like, looking completely normal again yeah. as I'm walking through, like, oh. Who's that? She looks terrible. She looks awful. That's great. (laughs) Jamba Juice reopened. I saw that. I love Jamba Juice. They're closed for a while. Yeah, but it looks really pretty. They have. And um, it's not Jamba Juice anymore. It's It's Jamba. Jamba. (laughs) Just Jamba. Sounds sounds like a type of drum. A Jamba. Is it? Play that Jamba. Yeah. Is it? It might be. Who knows? But at at their register, they have. You guys can't see what I'm doing. I was just trying to move my hands to show you guys, but you can't see me. Um, at their register, they have the little circle lights that you can like twist them and they change colors and you can like, yeah, that's cool. I like it. The what? They're okay. So they're like little black circles that okay. are like on the wall. Oh, I and then okay. you can like twist them and it. It's like a hue light. Like it changes yeah. colors. Oh, yeah. They have them at that museum by us. Yeah. Really and they cute. put them in our mall. Very weird. I don't get it. What are we talking about? I don't about? want to touch them. So yeah, Jamba's reopened. Um, how about that new Magic Happens dining package? So Magic Happens is a new daytime parade debuting at Disneyland on February 28th. That's next week, everybody. Mm-hmm. Mark your calendars. No, don't. It's on ours. You can download it in our show notes. Yeah. You'd think I make plug. money off of this Good thing. Plug. I don't even make... This is for you. I don't make nothing <laughs> off of this. This is just fun for you guys. But yeah, so what, where's it going to be at? Um, so the dining packages will be available through Plaza. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have 
the options of slow cooked short rib with chimichurri. I love chimichurri. Just, mm-hmm. just so y'all know. Um, chicken thigh, pesto infused mashed potatoes, roasted vegetables with corn relish and a dessert. This is a very weird menu. You get a slow cooked short rib and a chicken thigh, a fried chicken thigh. That's too much. <laughs> it's very weird, but it looks good. I'd it share delicious. it with yeah. someone. What else comes with it? Um, kids get chicken tenders, mashed potatoes, the corn relish, applesauce, carrots, dessert, and a milk or water. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you obviously you get great viewing for the parade. The packages are going for $40 for adults and $25 for children, which really which isn't, isn't that bad. bad. No. Because you get that prime viewing, which I don't know where it's going to be yet, but... Anywhere they pick on Main Street is going to be awesome. Yeah. Don't worry. It's not going to be on the patio (laughs) behind the bushes. (laughs) Stand on your chairs, everyone. Like, here's your prime viewing. Enjoy your chicken thigh. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, But uh, you can make reservations for that now through the Disneyland website or app. Um, We're going to be doing that because I don't want to take a chance on not getting a good view. So we'll just get a good little meal out of it and then watch the parade. We'll tell you how the chicken thigh is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also in news, there's some scaffolding up in Hollywood land. What are they doing over there? Um, they're repainting the scene in the background. Oh, the clouds. Yeah. So if you're looking at, if you're looking down Buena Vista street, all the way towards the end, there's the facade of the, the, the street sky. that you can take a picture in front of. Yeah. And then with there's the red like the rope Hollywood that everybody crosses for no reason. Stuff. Stop crossing the rope. <laughs> Uh, again, just want to follow the rules. What's it called? Force perspective. Force perspective. So, in, in you know, if you're wondering anybody why there's a rope there and you shouldn't stand on the other side of it, it's because it's it's art. It's a force perspective technique that Disney uses to make you feel like you're uh, either smaller than you are or bigger than you are. So this one, it makes you look like the street is going far off into the distance behind you. So don't cross the rope because it gives away the gag. Could you imagine if they didn't have that rope there and somebody was just walking along and they thought it just kept going and they just <laughs> right into the wall. Like the roadrunner or the, <laughs> like the wily coyote. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> I hate it. An acme crate drops on his head. <laughs> An anvil or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're, they're redoing the, the facade there. Make it look pretty again. Yeah. Big news for Avengers Campus. Yes. I heard. Do it. Um, Go. Hurry. <laughs> so on the Disney auditions page, they um, announced some characters that they were looking for for a action stunt show. Um, so there was four characters that they gave names for and one undisclosed villain. Um, but the characters that they're looking for are going to be Black Widow, Black Panther, Spider-Man and Captain America. Theory. <sighs> what do you think? I have a theory. So I knew there was going to be a stunt show. And I, now we know. I, did we talk about it? I thought so. For some reason, it like it, it's completely wiped from my memory. I'm pretty sure we did. did. Don't go back and check. I'm telling you, <laughs> we talked about it. No, actually, go back and check. <laughs> Fluff our numbers. Right. Um, no, I have a theory that this stunt show is going to be a tie-in to the animatronic Spider-Man. Ooh. So for the show, Spider-Man goes from one rooftop to another and then the live character comes out for the show. Hmm. Could work. Yeah. That'd be Could neat. be it. Well, because I mean, Spider-Man can't be zooming through the skies while the stunt show is no. going on. So I wonder if that is part of the stunt show where it's, you know, an animatronic. Because he can't be in two places at once. 
the animatronic will introduce the live stuntman. Okay. So it flies from one end to the other, and then you believe that Spider-Man comes into the show. Mm. So we'll see. I don't know. It's going to be really cool no matter what. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm really excited about? Mm. About all of this? Mm. Everything to do with Avengers Campus right now. It all sounds amazing. I'm most excited about a stunt show. Yeah. You like I stunt love shows. stunt shows. That's your favorite thing with when we go to um, Universal, Universal Studios. We go there from time to time. Don't Every, judge us. No, I love that. Universal. I'm not going to feel bad about that. <laughs> I love Universal Studios. Um, it's different. It's a different thing. Um, but I love that show at um, Universal. And that's just like a behind the scenes. The, the my Water favorite World. thing is Waterworld. And my favorite thing about Knott's Berry Farm was always the Western stunt show that they did in. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's I love stunt shows. So I don't think we talked about this when we talked about Batu and Rise of the Resistance and all that. But there's supposed to be a stunt show at on Batu. So if you're walking through and there's the that raised area and there's like the speeders down below Mm -hmm. over by where they sell the um, like the Coke stand. Yeah, and they've got those cheesy garlic things that ruin my life. Yeah. So every once in a while, stormtroopers will come out and interact with the crowd Mm -hmm. down below. Mm -hmm. There's supposed to be a stunt show in there. And I guess they did at some point for like one of the previews. I don't know. I I need to. They just scrapped it. But no, there was talks about them having to do the contracts and all the stuff with the production company that does the stunt shows. I don't know what's happening with it. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. But I really hope it does because I love stunt shows. So that being said, Avengers Campus, stunt show, I'm there. (laughs) I'm really excited. I can't wait. What else? Oh, guys, we're doing a giveaway. Hooray. This is so easy to do. So one, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you automatically get entered into all of our monthly giveaways. Mm -hmm. This is an extra entry, not just the entry. If you enter also on Instagram, you get credit for both. That's two entries Mm -hmm. to enter on Instagram. It's really easy. All you have to do is follow us on Instagram, like our contest post, and then DM us with the secret phrase that you're going to hear a little bit later in this episode or in episode nine. It's so easy. It's very easy. And what are we giving away? A cute little stitch pop yeah. and some merch of ours. And some of our merch. Which swag, swag, swag. brings me to our next topic, which is our stuff. So Swag on, swag on, Really swag. excited because we... <laughs> swag on, swag. Uh, I'm so excited because we finally got our stickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some Magic on Main Street podcast stickers. And that's going to go to anybody that subscribes to our $5 level, which is our Pixar Pals membership uh and then if you subscribe to our ten dollar membership that's going to be a ven- our vinyl sticker and a one and a half inch button so fun the buttons are real cute yeah they're really cute so check out our our uh, patreon patreon.com slash magic on main street uh and also don't forget to enter our giveaway on instagram yeah coming up next is merch all of the stuff <laughs> is that your new it's time for all the stuff of the week <laughs> so the new mini main attraction is out for february yes pirates of the caribbean and it's themed. super cute quick little side note send us a message do you say caribbean or caribbean i need to know is it option one which is caribbean 
or option two, Caribbean? Please and thank say you. Say it. Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah. But when I say I'm going on vacation, I say I'm going to the Caribbean. To the Caribbean. Nothing makes sense in my life. No, it doesn't. But that's pretty <laughs> common, I think. Yeah. I want to know now. Yeah. Caribbean or Carib- Caribbean or Caribbean? Yeah. So send us a message. Option one, Caribbean. Let's Option do a two, poll. Let's do a poll on Caribbean. Instagram. Caribbean or Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. We can do a, a video poll so yes. we can say it out loud. Yeah, let's do that. So mm-hmm. they did the pirates, but also they talked, they brought out merch. <laughs> they brought out March. Yes. March had a preview already and it is mad tea party teacup. It's so cute. I like it a lot. The colors are a little bit weird. They match the cup colors. But they match the cup colors. Yeah. It's just, it works. it's not what I would imagine. Don't hate on it. I'm not hating. It's, <laughs> you know, Got this special bond with Alice in Wonderland. What is it? April that is Tiki Room? They should be. They they will probably be releasing a, a sneak peek of April's any day now. Which is It's, it's a, a Small, small world. world. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be cute, though, no matter what. Oh, you know, it's going to be super yeah. cute. I'm I'm just I'm patiently waiting for May. Patiently, right. That's Tiki Room. And I'm so excited. Yeah. I love Tiki. I think I said that in the last episode. Tiki anything. Give it all to me. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So magic happens. Besides all the cool food that they're bringing out for the parade, they've got new merch. Yes. So they're going to be debuting a cool baseball tee, like the three-quarter sleeve tee. Mm-hmm. A sipper. Mm-hmm. There's an ornament that mm-hmm. they're doing. A cool, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's a jumbo pin, but it's big. Mm-hmm. And also... A set of ears. A set of ears. And it's um, Mickey's sorcerer hat. photos on our Instagram of all of this stuff. So you can scroll through and find it. Check that out. I'm really excited about that. Something new also that is out. Dooney and Brick released a new bag for Fantasia's 80th anniversary. Um, They did a tote, a crossbody, and a wristlet. And they're very cute. And Chernabog's on there. Yeah, it's really cool. You don't see him on You don't see him on much... They've done, you know, when they do like special villains day stuff, like yeah. they'll have. And I mean, you see him a little bit in Phantasmic, but it's just right. like. A but really this is going to be video. awesome. And it's really cool that they're doing it, uh, that all of this magic happens and, and the 80th is all kind of happening at the same time because it's Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah. So the Sorcerer Mickey stuff with magic happens, Chernabog on the Dunienberg bag. I'm just, it's a cool little combo. Yeah. So we'll throw photos of that up. Two, um, the totes going for two sixty eight, crossbodies going for one ninety eight, and the wristlet is going for ninety eight dollars, which isn't too bad. No, for a Dooney and Burke bag, yeah, because they have warranties, right? Um, I don't know. You haven't bought me one yet. Yikes, Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, another spirit jersey came out Dude, just, <laughs> just with the dab on me. Um, a new spirit jersey debuted in the park. I uh, we saw this over at Star Trader. I love it. But you won't wear it. I want to wear it. Okay, so it's a Tatooine spirit jersey. We had mentioned the Hoth one, which was, you know, snow themed, obviously. So the Tatooine, as you can imagine, is like yellow and brown so like the sun um and the desert Mm -hmm. it's 69.99 and it's 
It's See? amazing. It tis tis amazing. Tis amazing. I love it so much. Those are my favorite colors. Yeah. So it's so got the, the yellowy and the coral yeah. colors. Those are my jam. Yeah. No, it's it's a really pretty jersey, and it's got a picture of Luke with his um, you know, with his Tatooine home with the dual sunset. It's just I love it. It's beautiful. I like it, a but lot. it's very yellow. And if you know me. I wear mostly black. Sean doesn't wear colors. I know it's hard. It's it's a uh... so again. If anybody has any black T-shirts or anything they want, send they want them. To send me, way. please send them over. Yellow's my favorite color, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it's a really cool one. Um, it's the colors. It's something you would think you would see with like Lion King. Yeah, it's that kind of a color palette. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's pretty. I love it. So check it out. Uh, it'll be up on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, a new hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A flat bill tiki room hat. Um, it's not the trucker style, like, with the, it's like, it's not a snapback. Right. It's, it's a dad the, hat. Yeah, it's a dad hat. It's got yeah. that weird, like, adjustable, like, yeah. it looks like the weird belts that you put on kids. Yes. Like, yeah. But it's yeah. cute. It's the front cute. of it's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. It's twenty nine ninety nine. It's very much a novelty. Yeah. What does it say on it? It's bright green and it says Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room Singing Academy. Yeah, it's pretty and cool. And then um, really small, which you wouldn't be able to see it unless you're the one that owns the hat. Um, it says where birds of a feather sing together. That's fun. It's cute. It is. I just don't think I would wear it. Yeah. But it's cute. It's cute. So we'll keep all this stuff up on our Instagram. So keep an eye on that at Magic on Main Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back with uh, Hidden Mickey with the Kid. It's time for Hidden Mickey of the Week. Looking everywhere, Kenzie's here to share the Hidden Mickey of the Week. Hello. All right, welcome back. I still cannot get over that cute little jingle of yours. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> Hidden Mickey of the Week. Hello! <laughs> Hello! Kenzie, welcome. Thank you. It's another Hidden Mickey of the Week with the kid. And this week, where can we find your Hidden Mickey? You can find this week's Hidden Mickey in Mater's Junkyard Jamboree in Disney California Adventure. Okay. Um, and where at on the attraction is it? It's when you're in the line. Okay. Um, The entrance queue, there's... A big covered area. Okay, like a, it's kind of like a, like a like a shed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in the far, far back corner. Okay. The left. Okay. You will find three HUD caps in the shape of a Mickey. Nice. So, you you walk into the queue. Yeah. You're in a covered area. Yeah. If you look in the far back left corner, mm-hmm. it's going to be up kind of in the rafters area. Yeah. Okay. So it's. It's kind of it's kind of tilted too. Okay. Like, but three hubcaps. Yeah. In the shape of a hidden Mickey. Yeah. I love it. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you seen this one? Yes. You have. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get a picture of it next time. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, hidden Mickey's with the kid. Thanks, Kenzie. You're welcome. Go to bed. That was a fun one. I'm glad she could join in with us. Me too. Next up, food. Food. Everybody's favorite topic. Not a lot to talk about on this one because we have a lot of food coming up later in the episode. Ooh, so much food. Yeah. So, 
But we tried something extremely delicious. Yes, we did. And I have a new favorite item at Lamplight Lounge. And this is all thanks to Jonathan. He's the one who told us to try the barbacoa nachos. Yes. Bomb. Bomb. So, so good. <laughs> the barbacoa is so tender and it's very flavored flavorful. fantastic. So we have a vegetarian friend and we she's do. a very bad vegetarian. Yes. She's, and she'll tell you to your face, like, I'm a terrible vegetarian. So she tried the barbacoa and she just went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> she, we, she might be changing her mind. Um, yeah. So I have been a devout follower of the lobster nachos since back before lamplight when it was the cove bar Hmm, r.i.p i've been eating these things for so long as have a lot of people there's you know it's a favorite of gross it's a favorite of the bar so when they came back with lamplight lounge and they brought back this item of the lobster nachos everybody rejoiced because it was kind of up in the air we don't know what's happening Mm -hmm. had them you know, since we since they came back, they're still delicious, still my favorite. Until we had these barbacoa nachos, mm-hmm. which were so different than the other ones because we've had now the lobster, yes. we've had the chicken, and we've had the tri tip. Tri tip. We yeah, we tried tri tip the same on, day on, on yeah. the same day. Yeah, we look like a good. bunch of fatties. Yeah. Two different plates of nachos between the four and, of us and potato pancakes or not? Oh uh, yeah, the potato, potato skins. The, yeah, which I always imagine potato skins as like the little skin you. No, they were like out. they're like potato. They're pancakes, like latkes, like latkes, big thick ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we did try the barbacoa. Um, no, we did try the tri tip, which we've had before, and it was delicious. Tri tip is bomb. Very very good. Uh, but decided to go for the barbacoa as well because it beca- it came very highly recommended. So we tried it out, and I have to say it's one hundred percent different than the other nachos. Yes. So instead of the black beans, it's got like a refried bean. They call it what was it? Um, like a bean. Uh, pinto bean puree, puree maybe it's like re- it's like really thin refried beans the sauce is very different the meat is so different very flavorful everything just fit well together i loved it so much so i highly recommend if you're a lobster nacho person at cove bar slash lamplight lounge i highly recommend you check out the barbacoa and they're called the spotlight nachos um, what else did we have there my i had a wonderful cocktail it was called Open Ocean with a Splash, and it was a frozen drink. Um, it was rum with uh, blue curacao, and then this stuff that I can't say the name of, orgit, orgat, orgiagagagag. I don't know, but it's almond flavor, and then agave nectar and lime juice. <laughs> and then they top it with some, gosh, sir, they top it with some raspberries, and I had two, and I could have had two more because they were so good. Orgiat. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. And I had the final with a fix. And this was weird for me because I don't I don't drink, for one. I, I very rarely drink. Uh, but I also definitely don't drink tequila. No. I, I think the last time I saw you drink tequila was... Mexico 2015 on accident because <laughs> somebody bought me a shot. Yeah, I don't I don't drink tequila. It's not my favorite. But this had a uh, raspberry liqueur, Cointreau, fresh lime juice, agave nectar, and actually has a dash of mezcal on it. Ooh, I wouldn't have liked that. It I don't was actually it, right? really good. 
too smoky for me. It was smoky for sure, Uh, but also sweet because or more tart because of the raspberry. Gotcha and the lime. But it was actually pretty good for not liking it, not liking tequila very much and not drinking very often. Like mm-hmm. I was actually pretty impressed with it. So final with a fix green bar, IXA Reposado tequila, really good stuff. Highly mm-hmm. recommend. But no matter what you do, get the barbacoa nachos. Just so good. Oh my gosh. Uh, that'll do it for food. We're going to go on to events. So pretty cool events coming up on March 7th through August 30th. So you have plenty of time to get in on this uh, new exhibit. It's inside the Walt Disney Archives, 50 Years of Preserving the Magic. This takes place at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. And this is going to include more than 400 objects from the archives, including a set from Walt Disney's office used in the movie Saving Mr. Banks. I love that movie. Yeah. And it's a really cool set. And never before seen in public sketches from Fantasia. And a bunch of ghouls from the Haunted Mansions ride. That'd be cool to see the Fantasia stuff now, considering it's the 80th anniversary. Yeah, pretty cool. The exhibit's also going to include some production models from Frozen and Peter Pan, as well as superhero costumes. Pretty cool. Ooh. And so this is all in collaboration with Walt Disney Archives, uh, which collects and preserves Disney history at the company's headquarters in Burbank. And fun for anybody that's a member of D23 the Disney fan club and also members of the Bowers museum, you're going to get exclusive previews of the show. So check out their website. I think we're both members. of We D23. are. Yeah. That's how we got in on that killer Disney plus deal. Yeah. Yeah. We should go check that it, out. It pays. It's, it's cool to be a member. Mm-hmm. So food and wine festival at California venture is quickly approaching. Um, starts February 28th and it's going to be running through April 21st. And they're going to have a lot of like extra things like tours and seminars and stuff. a lot of behind on. the scenes and a lot of like classes. Yeah. But so they're all on like select dates and there's certain ones that you can only do certain days of the week. Like I know I had read one that like you can only do it on Mondays. Some of them are Friday through Sunday. It just it depends. So yeah, once you look through the list and you see the ones that you're interested in, make sure it's going to be available on the day that you plan on going because it'd be a big bummer to like buy a ticket and then be like oh wait i can't use this any day i want yeah and we'll throw all these on the calendar uh they'll go up this week um but just as an overview you can do the disney culinary adventure tour on select dates at 1 30 p.m and that's 99 dollars per person plus tax there's a wine education tasting mixology education and tasting and beer education and tasting Hmm. Uh, those are all going to be 25 bucks a piece and we'll have those on uh, the calendar as well and then they're also doing the 2020 Carthay Circle Winemaker Reception. And that's going to be three dates this year, March 20th and 27th, and then April 10th. And that runs from 7 to 8 p.m. And each one of those days is going to be a specific winery. Right. And that's $110 per person plus tax and gratuity. Something very exciting is happening during that time, too. Even better than these cool seminars and, and special events? Mm-hmm. What is it? The return of Soarin' Over California. Yeah, I'm so excited. I I love that ride. We've talked too. about it before, but Soarin' Over the World. the Leaning Eiffel Tower. It is not my favorite attraction in the world. I'm I super love California. Amped. I love Soarin' Over California. It's good stuff. I just feel like Soarin' Over California fits so much better with this being a California-based park. I think it was ill-conceived 
and I think that it was poorly put together. <laughs> that is my opinion on this matter. I don't Good like it. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. They just, I don't know. They got rid of something really great for something. Eh. So. But, you know, can't have everything. We have another Disneyland After Dark event coming up in March. Uh, March 5th will be Pixar Night. Yay. And that will be hosted at California Adventure. Um, unlike the other two that were at Disneyland. Right. Um, so they're going to be having um, special Pixar-inspired menu offerings, um, a blueberry and vanilla shake, which sounds delicious. And looks even more delicious. And chocolate and coffee-flavored sponge cake. Co- chocolate and coffee together are my favorite. I love it so much. So I might have to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then corn dog barbecued pork belly. What? Yeah. How in the heck? I don't care. It's going to be <laughs> delicious. Well, and it comes, comes with, with barbecue sauce and pineapple. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, the pineapple, I like, it's fine. I don't, so it all depends on if it's like hot pineapple or <laughs> cold, but it'll be, I don't, I don't like warm, hot, I'm I assuming. I don't like hot pineapple. Yeah. But that's going to be, I'm really excited about that food. So uh, tickets are still on sale right now. Um, this is a, a, an extra charge. It doesn't, it's not included in your ticket. So check mm-hmm. it out and get in on this one. It should be fun. It looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah. I can't wait. I think we're actually going to do this one. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so. We're also doing villains. Now. Yeah. I passed on the other ones. I don't know. Cash money. We was broke. No, it's just, I muted my microphone. it's a lot of, it's just a lot of money. So can't, we can't do them all. That's the thing is like, we're not un, like realistic with these things. Like we know they cost money. We know not everyone's going to be able to afford this kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's still nice to hear about it because some people want to know what's going on, even if they can't make it. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to do our best to get to as many of these as possible. But, you know, money is a thing. So adulting is hard. The more Patreons we get, the more sponsorships we get. Uh, yeah. Huh? Uh. <laughs> Speaking of sponsors, oh, we're so excited about this one. I am so jazzed. So this week's sponsor is Foolish Mortal Supply, featuring apparel, art, and accessories inspired by pop culture and happy haunts. If you can't tell by their name, they're actually inspired by the Haunted Mansion attraction. They have a lot of really cool gear. They've got some shirts and hoodies and posters and artwork. A lot of really cool stuff from Haunted Mansion and other pop culture sensations. Uh, you can find them on Instagram at Foolish Mortal Supply. Or if you go to foolishmortalsupply.com, you'll see everything they have to offer. And if you order using the code MAGICONMAIN, you'll get 10% off your next order. Hooray! I'm so excited. I can't wait to show off what they sent us. All kinds of cool stuff. So keep an eye out for that. And head over to foolishmortalsupply.com. We'll be back. Okay, it's time. It's time for the secret passphrase. What is it, Sean? It is, Ohana means family. Oh. Now go enter that giveaway, and good luck. Okay, we're back. And if you remember from episode 9... We had our new friend, California Energy, on Instagram ask us if we knew anything about the Leprechaun of Disneyland. And I knew one thing about this and that there was this little tiny house over in front of Indiana Jones in a tree. I didn't know the story, didn't know what it was, but I knew there was a little Leprechaun house there. 
So upon further investigation, we found out that there was this really cute little charming story about the little man of Disneyland, and it was written about in a little golden book. And this came out way back in 1955, and I decided this would be a really good opportunity to read you the story. And then you can go check out the treehouse for yourself. So, gather around, get the kiddos together. It's story time. This is The Little Man of Disneyland. Patrick Bagora woke up one bright morning feeling very fine. He fixed himself a bit of breakfast and set out for his morning stroll. When he came to the doorway of his snug small house at the roots of an old orange tree, Patrick stretched his arms and swelled his chest for a breath of fresh morning air. Then he lit his pipe. But the pipe almost fell out of his mouth, and his arms froze straight out in the air. So shocked was he at the sight he saw. There were people in his orange grove, big people, striding around as if they owned the place. Well, Patrick Begora was not the last of the little people left in all of movie land for nothing. He had courage, did Patrick Begora. So he stepped right up to those big people to find out what this was about. At first, they wouldn't even look at him, but Patrick took care of that. He stamped down hard, right on the foot of one. Ow! cried Donald Duck. I've been stung. Must be bees around here. He looked down then. What's this? He cried. Who in the world are you? That's all I got. I wish I could do a Donald Duck voice. Who are you yourself is the proper question, said Patrick Begora right back. This is my home, after all, has been these many years. And what, may I ask, are you doing here, Actons, if you own the place, without so much as a buy-your-leave from Patrick Begora, which is me? Who are we? cried Donald Duck. Don't you go to the movies? Don't you watch TV? Don't you read books or newspapers? Don't you know Goofy and Pluto? Don't you know Donald Duck? No, said Patrick, and he blew a smoke ring right in Donald's face. My name is Mickey Mouse, sir said one of the big people, stooping down to hold out his hand. So this is your home here, Mr. Begora? That it is, said Patrick Begora. And I'd like a little peace and quiet. I'll thank you all to leave at once. Well, said Mickey, I'm afraid we can't do that. You see, we're going to start building here soon. Going to move all those old trees. Move these trees? Start building here, cried Patrick Begora, jumping up and down in a purple rage. Oh, no, you don't. Not while I'm around. And what can you do to stop us, little fellow? asked Donald Duck with a chuckle, leaning on his shovel in a cocky way. I'll show ya, said Patrick with a snap of his fingers. And down in a heap went Donald Duck, for his shovel handle had splintered just like that. What happened? cried Donald, picking himself up. Let that be a lesson to ya, said Patrick Begora. Aw, don't mind him, said Goofy. Let's start digging up these trees. And what was it you had planned to build here? Some sort of a school, perhaps? asked Patrick. No, a wonderful place called Disneyland, said Mickey. With all sorts of marvelous things for fun, a rocket trip to the moon, for one, and a wonderful Wild West stagecoach ride, a magic pirate ship that can really fly, and a trip to the mine of the Seven Dwarfs. Rocket trip, flying pirate ship, you must be out of your head, my boy, said Patrick Begora. There are no such things. Come along and we'll see. We'll show you the plans. They're back at the studio, said Mickey Mouse. Before he knew what he was about, Patrick Begora found himself walking along with Mickey and the rest. But he stopped short when they opened the door into a strange-looking bubble of glass. 
Oh, no, you don't, he cried in alarm. I'll not go in there. What is it, anyway? It's a helicopter, a kind of airplane. Come along for the ride, said Mickey. When he saw the rest of them piling in, Patrick Begora went, too. Soon, with a whir and a rush of blades, up went the helicopter, straight up in the air, and the ground dropped away below. My, but you should have heard Patrick yell then. He had never dreamed of such a thing. But soon, he was so busy watching the sights as they flew over oil wells and city streets and towering brown hills that he had no time to be scared. Then down they swooped to the studio. And soon, Patrick found himself deep in Disneyland plans, the likes of which he had never seen. There were rows of pretty little shops, winding rivers, an overhead railroad train, so many wonderful things to see that Patrick's head was spinning. And this is what you're planning to build when you root up my orange trees? He asked. Yes, said Mickey. That's our plan. Then go ahead, lads, if you can, said Patrick Bagora. The place is yours. There's just one little thing I ask. May I build a wee snug little house and live there quietly after you've finished this Disneyland? Fine, said Mickey. We'll build you the house. How about one of these? No, lad, no, said Patrick Begora. I like a place out of sight, hidden away, so to speak. All right, said Mickey, just as you say. So they shook hands on it. The bargain was made. They all flew back to the Disneyland site. And the next morning, the work began. Every day, Patrick came out to watch. And with every day that passed, it seemed the picture changed. One day, the railway station went up, the entrance to Disneyland. Then almost in the blink of an eye, Main Street was taking shape. Soon it was time for the last tree to come out, the one with Patrick's home at its roots. Sorry, Pat, said Mickey. It's got to go, but we'll find you a good new place. Don't bother, said Patrick. I've picked one myself. But he would not say where his new house was. He trundled out his household goods in his wee wheelbarrow, and all day he sat in the barrow's shade. And at night, when everyone had gone home, Patrick wheeled his wee barrow through the shadows of Disneyland to the secret spot he'd picked for his home. So when you visit Disneyland, keep your eyes wide open. Maybe you'll see a wee man in green smoking a small clay pipe. Maybe you'll follow him when he goes home and find out where he lives. If you do, you'll be the only one in the world who's found Patrick Bagora's home. That was so cute. That was cute. I loved it. Sorry I don't do Donald voices. <laughs> I think you did just fine. That was a really cute little story. So... If you would like to see Patrick's wee little home at the root of a large tree, just head over to where you would queue up for Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. And right there on the corner to the right is a large tree in a planter. You kind of have to look in for it. It's not right there on the edge. So you have to kind of look around, but it's right there. We'll put up a picture on our Instagram. Maybe we'll do a little video so we can show exactly where it's at. Oh, yeah. It's a fun little find. And I have to say thank you so much to California Energy on Instagram for bringing this to our attention. It was a fun little story, and we enjoyed telling it to you, and we hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, and we bought a couple copies of the book. Yeah. So I think it's only appropriate we give one away. Mm-hmm. Maybe around St. Patrick's Day. <gasps> Clever. I know. I'm a marketer. <laughs> when we come back... We're going to be talking about Disneyland snacks. Snacks on snacks. Snacks on snacks on snacks. <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. And we are here with a topic that is very near and dear to our 
stomachs. Snacks. Snacks. All the Disneyland snacks. So Disneyland is kind of known for their snacks. Uh, they've done a great job of keeping us all Fat very well fed. Fat and happy. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. Uh, but there are a lot of different things you can find throughout the park that can fit your dietary needs mm-hmm. and your sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tabitha put a lot of work into this fun little list of snacks that you're going to find around Disneyland. Now, this is a very, very large list, a very big topic. So we're going to split this out into Disneyland. And then at a later date, we will do Disney California Adventure Park and Downtown Disney. Mm -hmm. Take it away. Okay. So as everyone knows, there are the three basic, most popular snacks at Disneyland. This is the Disneyland three basic food groups. The staples. Popcorn, pretzels. And churros. Yes. Duh. And all of those have quite a few places around the park. And they're all going to be the same um, price-wise. Churros are going to be $4.75. Popcorn's going to be $5. Unless you get the souvenir bucket, which is $9. Pretzels, it's going to be $5.25 for a regular pretzel. $6.25 for a pretzel with cheese. And then something that just blew my mind today because I haven't gotten a pretzel in... It's been a while. I don't think I've gotten a pretzel since we've been back at the parks. We did get a special pretzel at the Fantasyland Theater. The Bavarian Jumbo Pretzel. The Bavarian Jumbo Pretzel, but not one of the standard... The Mickey Pretzel. Mickey, Mickey Pretzels, correct. No. So I learned that there's now only one cart... That sells the cream cheese filled pretzel. And that is the cart over by Star Trader. There's not a lot of pretzel carts anymore. No, there's only three pretzel carts. In the whole park, right? Yes. So there's one by Star Tours. And like it's like a cross from Galactic Grill. And that's the one that serves the Mickey Head pretzel with cheese. Or the cream cheese filled pretzel. Right. The other two pretzel carts are... Near uh, It's a Small World and near Big Thunder. So at those ones, they have the normal salted pretzel, Mm -hmm. but they also have a cinnamon pretzel with a cream cheese dipping sauce. I've never had them. Me either. I didn't know it existed until today. Huh. Because it's, like I said, I don't remember the last time I had a a pretzel. I can't say I've ever seen one. Which kind of makes me depressed. I love cinnamon. Yeah. So I think we're going to get that this yep. weekend. Just saying. Um, it's all for content. This is for you. <laughs> this isn't for us. That's how we justify everything we've been doing lately. <laughs> Let's go to Lamplight Lounge. It's kind of expensive. And we can use it for content. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> we won't have a house, but we'll have memories of Lamplight <laughs> Lounge and barbacoa nachos. It's fine. Um, so churros... You can basically find a churro in every single area of the park. Yeah, there's churros everywhere. There's no excuse to not have a churro in your hand. And for those of you that want to know about like these specialty churros that we're always trying, if they have one, they're usually there's usually a sticker right on the front of the cart. Yes. And it says exactly what it is. And if it doesn't show exactly what it is, it'll say like ask about our specialty. Um, and the cast member will tell there's, you. Because there's specialty churros all the time. It's not just around these big special events. Sometimes it's smaller, minor holidays. Sometimes they just put them out for no reason. The one right in front of the castle 
actually had a Maleficent churro for, they might still have it now. They had it back when we were doing Halloween, Halloween food. foods. Yeah. But it's Oof. still there. That was exhausting. But yeah, you'll find one uh, down in Critter Country near Splash Mountain and Winnie the Pooh. Uh, in the promenade just before it's a small world that's on the side closest to the Matterhorn mm-hmm. back by Big Thunder Mountain Railroad right across from the entrance to the Mark Twain in Columbia and then if you're in Tomorrowland in between the exit of Astro Blasters and Star Tours leading up to Tomorrowland Terrace there's a stand right there mm-hmm. uh, in Fantasyland there's one right near Casey Jr. over in New Orleans Square New Orleans Square <laughs> There's been a murder. <laughs> uh, Michael Scott. Yeah, there's uh, there's a stand right uh, across from Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. As we had mentioned with the Maleficent show, there's one right in front of the castle. If you're looking at the castle, it's just to the right mm-hmm. before the big entrance there. That one usually gets a really long line right before fireworks start. Yes. So, yeah. just saying. Um, and then in Town Square, right across from Disneyana. And there's no churros in Toontown. Which is so weird. I mean, don't you want to give the kids all the sugary goodness? Yeah. But yeah, no churros in Toontown. But popcorn, you can find a popcorn stand within like 10 feet of every churro stand. Yeah. But there is popcorn in Toontown, right by Gadget's Go Coaster. Right. Everywhere we mentioned for the churros, there's a popcorn stand. Within... Probably within 15, 20 feet. 15, 20 feet, right. So across from It's a Small World, at the hub in front of the partner statue, next to Fantasyland Theater, across from City Hall, um, in between Haunted Mansion and the French Market, next to the entrance to Mark Twain and the Sailing Ship Columbia, that dock right there, Mm -hmm. and another across from the entrance to Star Trader. Yes. So that's the three major food groups of Disneyland. Yes. Pretzels, churros. And popcorn. and popcorn. Lately, all I've wanted is popcorn when we go. Oh, man. it's It's been smelling so good. The, the smell of popcorn lately has been tantalizing. It's crazy. Um, another good place to go for snacks is, you say this word way better than I do. Edelweiss. <laughs> Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Um, it's a flower. Is it? It is. I didn't know that. It's a German flower. Okay. Um, that's one of the main places that I see people getting their turkey legs. I'm not a fan. I don't like them. I think they smell weird. I just can't do it. But if you like it, go and get it. Live your best life. (laughs) I'm not going to judge you. Um, but they also have corn on the cob there, chimichangas, different kinds of chips and slushies. Um, so those are good things that you can grab on the go and just eat as you're going from place to place. Um, Disneyland has like the best corn on the cob. They really do. And it's very messy. It's very messy. Well, <laughs> even the butter is the butter version, just straight up butter. Yeah. Uh, that's messy because it's corn on the cob. It's going to get all up in your it's, grill. Yeah, it's real bad. But they also have at a few, I think it's a couple, maybe one just at DCA, but they actually have elote. Yeah. Which is the funniest thing. Because... Um, our friend Alvy played a prank <laughs> years ago, years ago, uh, pretending like they had elote at the parks. She brought her own fixins, fixed up a, an ear of corn to make it look like they had good, like street corn 
that you'd get from like a vendor. People lost their minds. People lost their minds. Uh, but now it's an actual item in the park, so you can get some good old-fashioned elote. Mm-hmm. Um, another good place to go if you're just looking for something to grab and go, Maurice's Treats. It's right there next to the Royal Hall Theater, I think is what it's called. The Royal Theater, yeah. Yeah, so um, right across from like the princesses, there's a little tiny cart, and they've got this cheddar garlic bagel twist. It makes you smell like garlic. It I'm does. not going to lie. It reeks. I don't know if they changed it since a while back or if it just wasn't great the last time we had it. Uh, it was a little stale the last time we it had it. It was stale, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I really enjoyed the cheddar garlic one with marinara. Mm-hmm. But yeah, something was off about it that day. Well, and I also forgot to get the marinara. That's a good was a point. really long line and I wasn't about to go back in it. It gets pretty busy. Yeah. But it's really, really good. We got a stale one. Don't base your choice on that. Just it's delicious. Putting honest, just putting out honest reviews. <laughs> um, they also have a chocolate pastry twist. And when you get that one, it comes in a pack of three, which I did not realize. I thought it was just one. And then I handed Kenzie a bag of three of them. And she was like, I don't want these. Yeah. <laughs> Meat. Not, so the <laughs> cheddar garlic one is. It's a bagel. It's it's a full bagel. It's, so it's probably the size of like a um, like if you think about like think about a donut. It, it's about the size of a twist. Right? Yeah, maybe a little bit bigger. Maybe a little bit bigger. The chocolate twists are smaller. Yeah. About a third of the size. Probably, yeah. So when it says it comes with three, it's really just one broken into three pieces. Yeah. Um, they also have these things called Maurice's Pieces, which are just <laughs> donut holes. Um, they have chocolate, vanilla cake, or French toast, and they're rolled in different sorts of sugars. They've got powdered cinnamon butter cookie or PB&J. Why have we not had these? Uh, those are new since we've been back. Like, they didn't have those options when we were, okay. you know, pass holders before. I just saw them for the first time when we went um, and I grabbed those two things for us while I was there. I was very disappointed in us. Yes. Until just now. Thank you. <laughs> um, they also have a cake donut. Which it's the same thing, um, tossed in the different kinds of sugars um, and churro gears. And you can get them tossed in any of those sugars as well. Churro gears. Yep. They're in little circles and they look like little. Oh, Maurice. Okay. Yeah. Duh. And then they also have the boysen apple freeze. Which is so good. It's so good. So it's a slushy with boysenberry and apple syrups. Yes. It's fantastic. It's, it's, I mean, it's. It tastes it's basically like, like a frozen apple juice. Very cool the apple with, juice. With uh, like a tart syrup. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. It's I enjoy that. They have that one, I think, at DCA too. They do. It's something. It's reds. V- yeah. Apple. It's something. something very similar. That's what we got at. Catering Cart. Studio Catering oh. Company. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get more into that when yeah. we do to the DCA. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for a snack, not of the sweet persuasion if you're looking for something more savory bengal barbecue is a really good stop for both a, a quick snack or if you want a different kind of meal that's a little bit healthier actually yeah because they do have a meal option that comes with two skewers and like a coleslaw and rice right um, but if you're just looking for something quick, it's easier to just get the skewers by yeah, themselves. Because you can order a la carte and they have a variety of different skewers. They've got the Banyan beef, which is a hot and spicy skewer. 
the chieftain chicken, which is Polynesian, so kind of a sweet and, sweet and sour sauce. Outback vegetable skewer, which has mushrooms, squash, zucchini, bell peppers, onions. Uh, it's actually a good little skewer, whether you're a vegetarian or not. Um, and then they've got the safari skewer, which is based bacon-wrapped asparagus. Uh, and then the Bengal beef skewer, which is a sweet Zulu sauce. I got that one the last time I went to Bengal barbecue. And I think I liked the um, banyan, banyan, yeah, yeah. banyan beef banyan, better. Banyan, yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, I do like that a lot better. And one that I thought that I would like a lot more is the pork belly skewer. I don't like that one. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't that it wasn't a, a good piece of meat. Um I don't like the rest of the things. That it's got come a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, it's got a, a sauce that I'm not a big fan of. Poison sauce. Yeah, daikon. I don't know, it's not my thing. Now, if you want to grab some carbs while you're at the old Bengal barbecue, they have this tiger tail breadstick, which is, it's it's a garlic and herb and cheese breadstick. Bomb it's diggity. phenomenal. Bomb It's very diggity. similar to the cheddar garlic bagel at Maurice's, but I think. I actually not like it as differently. Crisp. And it's not as heavy. No, because like I said, the other one is a, it's bagel, a bagel twist. So it's got that hard outer yeah, it's layer thick. like a bagel. Yeah. This one's it's a breadstick, very delicious. Uh and it actually goes really well with their hummus trio. I don't like hummus. I love hummus. It's I a texture it, thing. Yeah. I can't get past it. It's baby food. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they actually have a julep at Bengal Barbecue that you can wash all these great treats down with. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a slush with pineapple, orange, grape, and lemon juice. I want to try it the next time we go because it sounds really good. I it sounds it really, really good. I didn't know they had it there. Mm-hmm. We stop there every once in a while when we want something lighter. Mm-hmm. Not so heavy on the carbs. I had... The last time we had the skewers, I had had it because we were there early. And I was like, I don't really want to eat like a corn dog at 10 a.m. Right. I'm just not feeling it. So I got that. And it was delicious. Um, there's also a couple of fruit carts and like things like that scattered throughout. Um, there's one in Critter Country and one in Adventureland. They've got pineapple, watermelon, strawberries, grapes, and those dang pickles. And there's also one up at uh, by the lockers on Main Street. Yes. Yeah. Right by Starbucks. I actually enjoy these carts because they get a giant pickle for not too much. It's like five bucks. I don't remember what the price is. Okay. You get a giant pickle or a giant pineapple skewer. Mm, the pineapple's really Or good. huge slice of watermelon. Yeah. And it's not too expensive. So if you're looking for like a light like fruit snack, mm-hmm. that's that's the way to go. Definitely. Um, all of them very juicy. So <laughs> yeah. get napkins. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. I can't. I feel so bad because I can't stand the pickles. I see somebody that just like is nomin on one like next to me on a jungle cruise, and I'm like, please stop, please. Well, I enjoy Everybody them. just smells like pickle. Well, there's a spicy one, <laughs> just, which I love both of them, but they smell so bad. I can't stand so, sitting next to somebody that smells like a pickle. Be aware of who you're standing next to. Yeah, it's, it's kind of stinky. Because I will give you the stank face. Like, yeah. mm, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, one of our more recent favorite spots in Disneyland has become Tropical Hideaway. Yes. Uh, they have three different types of bao buns. They've got the vegetable, which is really good. The lime chicken, which I don't know if it fit the mold for bow for me. 
It was okay. Uh, it's not bad. It's just not what I expect when I eat a bao. Mm-hmm. I've said this before, and I will say it a million times again. The beef bulgogi bao is one of the most heavenly flavors in this world. It is pretty good. It's beef. It's like uh, sweet potato. Yeah. It's got other vegetables in it. It's so good. Um, and they put it in this like little bag so where you can just like pop a bit of it out and just like nom on it while yeah, you're walking. little paper bag. It's uh, it's a handheld. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's not there. They do have seating there. They which do. You can take the time to like relax there. And it's a lovely little spot. It's very pretty. There's some birds that talk to you and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but if you're just trying to grab something and head to your next destination, it's super easy. Yeah. It's really easy to do that there. They also have the new pork lumpia that which we had talked about we recently. We talked about last week. That's really good. That one might be a little bit harder to walk around with because it does come on like a a plate like and it also has a, a dipping sauce yeah there's a sauce so that one's a little bit iffy on not like so a much, travel snack yeah not so much of a grab and go but if you're gonna take a load off nom on that it's yeah. real good and then they've got all kinds of different bags of chips i found this one called it's chickpea puffs yeah um and it, it was like a spicy lime something like yeah something they were weird. really really good um, but yeah so they've got a variety of those things but one thing they have that you won't find um outside of the hideaway at the regular Dole Whip stand is this variety of Dole Whips. There's all kinds of swirls going on over there. Um, they have an orange one, which you can get the orange alone, or you can get the orange pineapple swirl. Raspberry, again, you can get that alone, or a raspberry pineapple swirl, which is my absolute favorite. It's really good. I love that one. It's so refreshing. It's tart on tart. And then I didn't realize that you could do the mango and mango pineapple swirl because mango is like one of my favorite things ever. So the next time we go, I'm going to have to get the mango pineapple swirl just to try it out because I love it so much. Yeah. Um, and they also do loaded Dole Whips. Yeah. So those ones got all kinds of stuff with it. So one of them is an orange pineapple. It's got like exotic fruits with it and crystallized hibiscus. And then they also do a chili mango that has chamoy mango and tahini. All right. A major staple in a Disneyland park. I heard a lady talking about this the other day as we were leaving the park and she kept saying it over and over and over. And I was like, are they not hearing you? Or are you just raving about these things? She kept saying, you know, the little red wagon. It's over <laughs> on main street. They have corn dogs, the best corn dogs. You ever had their corn dogs? And I was like, we get it, ma'am. Like She's really excited about these corn dogs, but no fault to her. They're good. Enormous. And they're huge. They're so big. And those are, uh, so if you're on Main Street, you're walking towards the castle uh, on the right-hand side, right before Plaza Inn. Yeah. It's it's like right in front of the the photo shop. Yeah. A little trailer there. Yeah. And it's been there forever. Mm-hmm. And, and you're getting a corn dog and a bag of chips. And they're fresh made right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're so good. I they're haven't big, had one though. in a very long time. That's not, it, it, We call it a snack. But That's this not is not That's a, a snack. It's a meal. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to fill you up. Yeah. Um, another thing, if we venture on over to New Orleans Square, um, there's the mint julep. What? Nothing. That was a fun accent. It, I wasn't trying to do an accent because I'm really bad at accents. I feel I feel like, um, <laughs> who is it? On does, uh, I Love You, Man? <laughs> he's like, why do they all come out Jamaican? Why does everything sound like a leprechaun? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Slap of the bass man. Slap of the bass man. <laughs> the Minjula bar. <laughs> they've got some of your all-time favorite things there. They've yes. got beignets, beignets. And they've got mint juleps. Are delicious. Um, so the Mickey shaped beignets, they come in packs of three or six, but who are you kidding? You're not going to get three. <laughs> no, you're going to get six. Um, and they also have seasonal offerings. Um, right now I know they have a chocolate strawberry one. Whew, that yeah. That fantastic. sounds good. <laughs> I'm really hoping that we'll still have them this weekend so I can grab one. Um, and then they also have the classic mint julep and they have a strawberry mint julep right now as well. Which... I'm not a huge mint. I'm not drink either, person. but they are but refreshing, refreshing on a hot day. So refreshing. Yeah. But I ain't about to stand in that line. I see. No, it's very long. <laughs> so if you want one of these things, be prepared to wait because it is a long line. I mean, it's got a lot of things working against it. It's uh it's attached to a restaurant. It's right next to a bathroom. Mm-hmm. One of the, you know, few in the area. Yeah. Uh it's kind of back there in a dead end area, so People just end up there. And, and it also is the exit to the train station. So yeah. it's like there's a lot of things that make that line long always. So just be prepared to stand in line. Yes. Um, keep an eye out throughout the park. Um, there's all kinds of food stands at the hub and in Frontierland across from the entrance to like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad that serve one of my favorite snacks. Chimichanga. 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 Um, and... These are very reminiscent of the chimichangas we would have in like elementary school and middle school and high school. Uh, so they're just, I mean, it's basically a microwave chimichanga. It's not, there's nothing fancy about it. Um, they are, I think they're fried. But I mean, they got hot so sauce. They're crispy. Yeah, they have hot sauce. It's so good. You but, can dress it up. <laughs> so I, if, if I want to make a meal out of it though, they also serve corn on the cob. Which we were just talking about. Double fist. Double it up. <laughs> Grab a chimney and a corn on the cob and you're in heaven. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of those little carts. It's always good if you're in a pinch, you don't know mm-hmm. what you want. Go grab a chimney. Yeah. Well, now if we adventure to another planet. Right past the chimichangas. Yes. You can make your way into Galaxy's Edge. Yes. And at one of the very front entrances, you'll hit the milk stand. Snacks won't be far, far away in this park. Oh that was so gosh. bad. I had to do it. Uh. You didn't have to. snacks in a galaxy far, far away. Sure. You just keep rolling with them. I don't want to. Okay. I feel stupid now. Um, but yeah. I feel so foolish. <laughs> <laughs> so the milk stand, there's not really anything to eat. But if you're just looking for like a, a specialty drink, um, you can grab blue milk. You can grab green milk or the Toydaria swirl. Yeah. Which is the mango and green which yep. I didn't hate. Shockingly. Sean didn't hate it. It's very weird, but yeah, it's good stuff. Jonathan, still owe you one, man. Oh, you do. I do. We didn't get over there. And then, if you venture your way over to the marketplace, they've got Katsaka's kettle. Yes, which that's I I put it in all capitals, and I think that's why Sean's laughing at yeah, me right now. It's uh, I like popcorn. I love popcorn. To a degree. Like, I'm not a, a fanatic about popcorn like you are. And I don't, I, I've never, I've never been like one to go and grab a bunch of like flavored popcorns. I just, it's, I don't know. There's other things I'd rather eat. Nope. <laughs> Chocolate popcorn with crate red salt. 
This is like the it tastes best. Tastes like cocoa puffs. It tastes like cocoa puffs. <laughs> it's so good. So you pair that with my favorite favorite drink in the park. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Okay. Sir. Well, I'm just saying, if you want to pair it with something, go right next door. Toronto Roasters. Toronto Roasters. Um, but before you do that, Katsaka's Kettle also has an outpost mix, um, which is a sweet and spicy. It's blue and red popcorn. It's fine. I didn't it's fine. taste the spicy to it. I didn't taste it. It tasted the spicy. like Captain Crunch it, or like Fruity Pebbles to yeah, me. Yeah, I didn't get any spicy with it. So, it was fine. It's worth the try, but yeah. But yeah. if you're gonna get one over the other, get the get the chocolate. Yeah. Even if you're not a big chocolate fan, because I'm not really. No, Sean can take it or leave it. But it's it's not chocolate, it's cocoa. Yeah. You know, it doesn't taste like yeah, it tastes like cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. It tastes like cocoa puffs. Mm-hmm. And then Sean's favorite place in the park. It's not my favorite place in the park, but I do love it. <laughs> what do you love about it? A couple things. So one, the best cup of hot chocolate you'll ever find in any galaxy. Uh, it was literally my favorite hot chocolate of all time, which pairs very well with the chocolate popcorn. <laughs> But they have the what's called the Ronto wrap. And this thing is bonkers. It's does it doesn't make any sense. It's very awkward to it's look at. It's a very awkward looking <laughs> item, a very awkward thing to say out loud. Because what this thing is, it's a pita with a they say it's a sausage, but it's like a it's like a big hot dog. It's like a Dodger dog almost. It's real long. It's long. It's and it's 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 not a really it's not a hot dog, but it is like a a mild sausage. Yeah, very much like a hot dog. It's got a, a slice of turkey breast in there. It's got coleslaw and a special sauce, and it's heaven. These things don't make sense in the real world, but man, as a a good little like in between meal snack, it's really good. It's my jam. Mm-hmm. They also have new uh, krill pork rinds that are in cinnamon sugar there that we have yet to try. But I don't really know how I feel about that. I mean, pork rinds in cinnamon sweet? sugar? Ah, maybe a hard time. I haven't been a big fan of their snacks. like fried snacks. Yeah. Because we tried their like garlic cheese puffs. <sighs> Ugh. Not, I don't like it. No, thank you. This is very aggressive flavor. Yeah. Oh, but there is also, um, for those non-meat eaters, there's a garden wrap. It's a Ronto-less garden wrap that has a plant-based sausage. Yeah. And so. from what I'm hearing from everyone, and, and our friend Karen, the bad vegetarian, yeah, I'm calling you out. <laughs> she actually had an idea to talk about some of the more like veggie options or keto or yeah. vegan mm-hmm. we will do that yeah we're definitely. gonna do that because that just takes a little bit more research for right us. um yeah because we don't eat that that's not our diet nah, so we'll, I, we'll I find a good expert garbage. we'll talk about yeah, just kind of the worst <laughs> I'm a stuff trash ever. panda it's fine <laughs> so we'll find a good expert on that to talk about all these because i've heard the plant-based stuff is really good yeah. everything that has everywhere that's serving a plant-based option i've heard it's really good um but on top of the food they also have the four specialty beverages there um the tatooine sunset is mine and kenzie's favorite it is so good it is really good it's delicious what, what flavor is that um it's like a melon berry so it's unsweetened tea and lemonade which is an arnold palmer which right. is like my favorite drink 
Um, and then they do melon and blueberry syrups. Okay. Fantastic. I can see that. It's so good. Yeah. But after looking at the menu, there is, I do want to try the other ones now that I like know fully what they are. Um, they have the Melu Run Juice, which is um, Barlitos Agua Frescas, Simply Lemonade with Blueberry, White mm. Cran Juice, Lemon Juice, and Desert Pear. We tried both of these, but I think I like the Sunset better. Sunset? I don't, I don't remember trying it, so I need to try it again. Yeah, it was good. I just like the other one better. Yeah, and then they have the Sour Sarlacc, which is Minute Made Lemonade with Raspberry and Spicy Mango. Mm, that's and right. Then, we haven't tried that one. No. Sean's ultimate favorite specialty drink that they have at Ronto Roasters. The Black Spire Hot Chocolate with Brown Sugar Whipped Cream. Is it brown sugar? Yes. I didn't know that. It's brown sugar whipped cream. And that's why and that's it funny makes... funny because it's purple. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why it makes the hot chocolate taste a little bit different than the hot chocolate it, in the rest of the park. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Because I've said to anybody that asks or anybody that'll listen, <laughs> it's not just a regular cup of hot chocolate. There's something in it. And Jonathan tried to call you out on that. He's like, it's the same hot chocolate. It's all throughout the bar. Yeah. Jonathan, <laughs> take that because he was singing their praises just he like was. I was. He was. Definitely not the same hot chocolate. Good uh. stuff. That's a lot of snacks. Yes. Well, and also at Ronto's, just as a quick FYI, we're never there in the morning, so we never catch morning foods. It's really bad. It's embarrassing. Actually, no, it's not embarrassing. I'm proud of who I am. Did you know there's an AM version of every time that's in the PM? That's weird. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, But they also have breakfast options at Ronto Roasters. They have a breakfast Ronto wrap. They have overnight oats. And everybody raves about that breakfast Ronto Roaster wrap. Yeah, I think Daniel had it when we were there. I did. Was it good? Was it good? It was really good. You heard it here, folks. It was really good. Verified. uh, (laughs) Verified purchase. And the sausage one. Yeah. It's good stuff. So there are tons and tons of snacks. Not all of them are expensive either. You can get by with a piece of fruit Mm -hmm. or a weird hot dog with turkey and coleslaw and a pita wrap. Yeah. They Wash. they give it to you and make it portable, but that thing's so juicy, you got to no, kind of gotta wait. It's gonna, you're going to s- spray everywhere. Yeah, but that's a good point. There's some items that are really good for walking around, and there's some items you got to kind of post up, find a table. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's something that'll fit everybody's appetite. There's something that will fit everybody's taste buds. Yeah. I think there's a really good selection, a very good variety. And you're not going to find just junk. You're also going to find some really good healthy options, too. So... I've never been at Disneyland and thought nothing sounds good. No, no, absolutely. (laughs) So whatever your budget, whatever your taste, whatever your preference, you're going to find something for yourself. Uh, So that is all the snacks that we could report on for Disneyland. But like we said, there's a ton more at DCA and in downtown Disney, which downtown Disney is another subject we have have to delve into because there's so much down there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So stay tuned for our part two on snacks coming soon Uh, but with that being said that brings us to the quote of the week kaylin take it away it's time for quote of the week putting words together that last forever it's quote of the week so this week pretty straightforward you know there's a lot that Walt had to deal with when he was putting together Disneyland. There's a lot he had to deal with, a lot of adversity he had to deal with in his career in general. 
Uh, and he had this quote to say that was really influential in a lot of things that I've done. Uh, this comes in handy when facing adversity. Life is composed of lights and shadows, and we would be untruthful, insincere, and saccharine if we tried to pretend there were no shadows. Without the dark, there is no light. It's a very realistic quote. Yeah, it's it, it fits into a lot of different areas of anybody's life, I think. so. It's not all magic and rainbows. No, let's not pretend there are no shadows. I like it's it. It's a good one. Thanks, Walt. Before we head out, don't forget to check out Foolish Mortal Supply. They've got a lot of great apparel, art, accessories. They're all inspired by pop culture and happy haunts. The Haunted Mansion, one of our favorite attractions. Give them a look at Foolish Mortal Supply on Instagram or foolishmortalsupply.com. And don't forget, use the code MAGICONMAIN for 10% off your next order. They have a shirt that says Death Before Standby. And same. I need it. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, Can't wait to share what they sent us in the mail. Nice folks over there. Really excited to be partners with them. Good stuff. But that, my friends, brings us to the end of the show. We can't say enough how thankful we are for you, our listeners, our fans, our friends. Uh, We've met a lot of great people because of this. Uh, We've continued some great friendships that already existed because of this. And we've gotten closer with a lot of people because of this show. We're so happy to be doing it. The research is a lot of fun. We know everything we need to know about the parks, and so we'll spread it on to you guys. So thank you so much for joining in on this adventure with us. It's been so much fun, and we're going to continue to do it week after week. Uh, This is so much fun for us, and we just want to continue this trend. Uh, If you have any questions, any comments, or if you want to share any stories with us, make sure you email us at magiconmainstreetpod at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram. You can find us at magiconmainpod. And don't forget, you can become a Patreon subscriber for as little as $2 a month. You'll get early access and you'll never have to listen to an ad. You can find out more information at patreon.com slash magiconmainstreet. Also, please subscribe if you haven't already. We're bringing you fresh content every week. Straight Uh, to your ears. Straight to your ears. Uh, And if you could please spare 30 seconds, we'll wait. Go ahead. Just head over. Click that review button. Click how many stars you think we deserve. Five. <laughs> and leave us a review. Leave us an honest review. You know, Tell us what you'd like to hear from us and tell us what we're doing well. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And also, please help us spread this magic with your Disney fans in your life. If you want to be a part of our street team, send us a DM. We'll, we'll get you, you some swag. All the stickers and buttons you want to give out. We've got a bunch. Let us know. We're so excited uh, to have that merchandise. And actually, we're creating shirts and hoodies. So I'm going to do a little poll and see if anybody wants to grab one of those. Because I'm going to have one for the park. So I want to spread the word. I'll be a walking billboard. But if anybody else wants one, uh, we'll figure out how to get one to you. Yeah. So all that great news, all that great information aside, on behalf of Tabitha, Daniel, Kenzie, our cat, for some reason. Because he's great. And myself. Thanks for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. We'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. Enjoy this song. Try not to cry. Magic on Main Street. Just like a churro, you're so sweet. Our time with you is such a treat. Spread the Disney love Thanks for hanging out with us 
street.